Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. This is Chris and, uh, well, one of the things we say to people uh, is, if you could give one thing to the world, what would it be before you left it? So that's a good question, right? So my answer would be the difference between motivation and inspiration. And I'm just going to explain that a little bit in this podcast so that you get a bit of an idea as to why it's so important to me. There are seven areas of life. Each of them has their own importance. So we know that each area needs focus. We know that all areas of life are important, that if you hang a weight off a disc on one side of the disc and you don't hang a weight off the other side of the disc, the disc is going to fall over. And so each area of life can be weighted or loaded or focused on and given its importance. Um, and if one area is not loaded, the disc or the flat circle, or the disc, or the clothesline, or the hill's hoist is going to fall over, or the merry-go-round. So we know that it's important to value all areas of life, but one area is going to be more important than all the rest for you, maybe two. When we're motivated, it means that the most important area of life gets subordinated to the drive that we're being incentivized to have in the lower areas of our value set. So, for example, you go to work, someone baits the hook and they grab a stick and they whack you on the butt and go, if you don't work, you're not going to get paid. And they incentivize you to work by cracking a whip and threatening to fire you or threatening to give you trouble or even threatening to give you more, twice the amount of money that you had before. So what, they do, what we can do with motivation is we can take any of the seven areas of life and make you driven to do well in it. We can take your health away and crack a whip and say, if you don't do blah, 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 you're going to and threaten your well-being in health. And so you become health-obsessed even if it's not your highest value. So you can become quite inauthentic trying to be authentic by following teachings and being motivated and stimulated or fear-driven or punished if you don't achieve something. And that's the way the world has evolved itself for the last 2,000 years for those people who are subject to motivation. Now, that leads to all sorts of complications because that means we can ignore our highest value, focus on our lowest value, be motivated to achieve things in our lowest value and completely lower our self-worth by working on our lowest value instead of raising our self-worth, working on our highest value and feeding that uh, self-worth down through the other value. So the way we approach this, it's really clear. We take our highest value as when we go into inspiration and we take our lowest value when we go into inspiration and we say, how does doing the lowest value fulfill our highest value? We, we take the thing that is the least important to us and link it to the thing that's most important to us. So let's say, for example, um, my, uh, my inspiration, my highest value is spirituality. That's my highest value. And I want to make the world, I want to open people's hearts so they become more awakened, more aware and more self-responsible, uh, self-accountable and therefore more successful. So I, what I want to do is that. But I also need to stay healthy. So health could become my absolute lowest value. But instead of allowing that to happen, what I say is, how does being healthy help me do the, the work I do in the world to educate and, and, and develop people so that they become more grateful, more inspired, more visionary, and uh, therefore more heart-driven? So I link health to my highest value. So then whatever I do in health, I'm inspired to do. I link it or sync it. So I could take another area, social, which is for family. I could take an area of family. Now, I don't have a great value on the nuclear family, the whole family thing. 
And so I could easily turn my back on the whole family and just focus on my work, doing, uh, uh, taking inspiration to the world and bringing people to an open-hearted state which brings them to success, brings them to happiness and fulfillment and reduces the drama and trauma that kids have to go through at home. I could continue to do that and ignore my own family. But I say to myself, how does linking and doing, having a family inspire my work? How is that a greater thing? And with that comes relationships, with that comes friendships, with that comes a sense of Everything I do in the world with family is about connecting to people's hearts locally so I can do it globally as well. So inspiration is when you link each of the seven areas of life to this highest value you've got. And motivation is when you get motivated to do the lowest area in life because there's an incentive or there's a whip being cracked on your butt for not if you don't do it. So there's a big difference. One can take you into your lowest value, your lowest self-worth, your lowest sense of self, your lowest sense of time and valuation, therefore the lowest sense of gratitude for life, even though you're highly incentivized to achieve it. You could become the world's most hardworking athlete, even if athleticism and health is your lowest value, because somehow you've been incentivized to do it by a threat or by a promise. Instead of that, you could be inspired to be an athlete, because you might link being an athlete to your highest value and therefore witness the fact that you can be an athlete, you can be super fit, you can be super spectacular because it's building your number one value, which might even just be mental. So being inspired is a really great way to link your intrinsic values with your extrinsic values, make you whole, make you feel connected, make you feel at one with yourself. And I promise you that feeling you've had many times because all of a sudden you come to what's called peace with yourself. You become calmed down. Now, there are many processes that people use to calm themselves down, but if their intrinsic values are out of harmony with their extrinsic values, no matter what they do motivation-wise, no matter how many books they read or how many uh, push-ups they do or how many diets they go on, they will feel discombobulated. They will feel dysfunctional because the intrinsic value of what they're after and the extrinsic value of what they're doing, how they're behaving, will be disconnected. That's the difference between motivation and inspiration. And that's why I would say that's the most important thing I would love to leave the planet with knowing, leave every single person on the planet with the awareness. That's always going to be a trick because the predominance of life is built on the concept of motivation. That's what marketing is, that's what sales are. But that can be shifted and that too will be caught in the avalanche or in the flood of awareness that comes when people finally get the gist that the intrinsic values and intrinsic values must be linked and that motivating a person to work really hard on their lowest value actually lowers their self-worth and gives them more problems than they uh, need. This is Chris. You have a beautiful day. Bye for now.